Welcome to the Family Law Now podcast. I'm Russell Alexander. On today's episode, we're going to talk about summer students, law students, students at law, and articling students. We're joined with us today by our extraordinary summer student, Stephanie Brooks. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm just reading your bio here, Steph, on our website. You're uh, a whippy girl. Yes, born and raised, yes. Graduated from the University of the Queens with a BA. What did you graduate in? So I actually did my undergraduate degree in uh, media and film. Um, so law's always been my passion, but my, uh, my undergrad was not quite in the legal sort of sphere. I'm not going to cross-examine you, but <laughs> you have other passions too. You represented Canada on the national tap team yes. and at university with the competitive palm team and love traveling? I do. I, um, so I danced my whole life uh, and I had the chance to uh, continue that into my undergraduate degree. Um, I've kind of put a pause on that now, but I'll do a, an occasional class or two. Well, let's see if you can dance around some of our questions today. <laughs> and uh, you've had the luck to study overseas to get your law degree. So tell us about that. Yeah, so I made the decision to um, pursue my law degree uh, across the pond over in England. Um, so as of right now, I'm in Liverpool. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's a chance to travel, to meet uh, new people. Um, I also found it's a way to get a unique perspective on um, the legal system. Obviously, there's a lot of similarities, but it's interesting to uh, to hear their cases and even the, the terms for certain things. So. I didn't know what a lorry was when I first got there, but learning about the cases, I learned uh, learned that it's a, a truck. <laughs> now our law student, James, also travels in the UK. Uh, what about the weather and the rain? How do, you, how do you deal with that part of it? Yeah, so I'm not a winter person, so it's nice that there's not as much snow, uh, but you are constantly uh, running in the rain, trying to get away from the... Uh, the damp weather, but um, I haven't let it dampen my mood or sort of uh, uh, put a put a damper on my mood in that way. Good um, answer. And when you're done, when you're done in the UK, you're going to come back to Canada. Yes. So what's your plan in the future? So hopefully um, to complete my NCA exam, so to transfer my uh, law degree from England over to Canadian, and then um, continue on in study for the bar and uh, pursue uh, becoming a lawyer over here. Great stuff. Just for our listeners and some background information, many law firms hire law students and students at law and articling students. Um, law students usually work in the summertime as they're getting their law degree. They come home for three, four months and some, sometimes they'll work throughout the school year part-time as well. Yeah. And you've done that with us for a few years. Yeah. Student at law and an articling student have special meaning, so you're actually completing your formal part of your education after you've obtained your law degree. And then you write something called a bar admission course, which is your licensing exams to become a licensed lawyer in Ontario. So for us at the firm, uh, students add a lot of great value in terms of helping us with day-to-day -day tasks, filing, meeting clients, taking notes in court. But let's talk about uh, your experience. What's a day in the life of a law student been like for you? 
So I would actually argue that um, the experience here has been more beneficial to me than I have to you. Um, I, I hope I can help out in any way possible, but I think uh, working here and getting exposure in the real world, in the real setting, um, actually helped in my studies as well. I was able to apply a lot of what I learned from uh, both the lawyers, the law clerks, um, the support staff here, um, everybody I've been able to learn um, different skills as well as um, managing um, a lot of tasks at once. Uh, it was a good practice and um, it's interesting to apply the things that I've learned while I've been here to my work and my studies overseas. Um, it's, it's not as glamorous, I'm <laughs> sure, as you see on TV yeah. or the movies, but if you look at the movie like The Firm, where he's completing his articles, he's in there seven days a week oh, at nighttime. Yes. We hear of stories of law students and big firms in Toronto who have uh, incredible work hours in terms of their yes. workload. But what's your day like? When do you start? When do you finish? Um, what's your experience been like as a law student so far? So far, um, so I start my day at nine. I try to be in a lot sooner than nine. Usually I'm here about 15, 20 minutes early because um, growing up, uh, even though you may work a nine to five, nine is when you start work, not when you arrive to work. Um, so I'll make sure I get in early, get my coffee, get everything sort of ready for the day. Sort of the difference of being on time or in time. Exactly. Right? Um, and then some days I'll stay later if um, I notice some people need some help um, with, uh, you know, filing paperwork or printing or organizing court binders, um, sort of any way that I can. Um, I definitely enjoy the work, so I don't mind putting in any extra hours or extra effort. I find every sort of opportunity is an opportunity to learn and to grow. Um, so while I've been here, I've done a lot of um, administrative things such as um, you know setting up calls with clients or um, scheduling meetings um, so it's really really nice to be um, truly immersed in the whole office so I get to have the FaceTime with the clients as well as um, the behind-the-scenes work with um, the lawyers and the clerks. So why law? How did this journey begin for you? So funny enough that you mentioned um, it's not all the glamour that you see on TV. I grew up watching every possible law or crime show that you could think of. Um, I'm pretty sure my parents have a video of me dancing to the Law & Order theme song <laughs> when I was about three or four years old. Now um, you're dating yourself here, I think. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Apparently, I came home from school one day, and uh, my classmates, uh, I believe it was his dad who came in and spoke to us about his work as a lawyer, and I came home that day, and I said, Mom, I want to be a lawyer. So from there, the, the dream hasn't changed. I was probably seven or eight, and um, it's, it's something that I've always loved to learn about, um, learning about cases, learning about... Um, the different rules, the laws that are in place, um, not only in Canada, but interesting laws that you see in other countries and other parts of the world. Um, so that's definitely been a constant component of my life. And uh, I definitely feel like I'm on, on the right track in terms of what I want to do. So you have a few years under your belt now. You've worked as a law student in a fairly busy firm. How has that impacted your academic studies and future goals? 
So uh, it definitely is a lot of work. Um, I try not to take it home. Uh, in a family law um, office, uh, you're constantly dealing with people, so you want to ensure that you know you you want to be the bright face, the happy um, sort of personality that they can interact with. Um, and I find that uh, going home, I can continue to learn about things. Uh, I've read countless cases in my free time, surprisingly. I know not a lot of students want to keep learning or keep studying or keep uh, reading about you know, course material, but I really, really enjoy it and I really love um, to learn about law, as <laughs> nerdy as that might sound. It's something that I really, really enjoy and um, balancing the work here and the work overseas um, it's, it can be challenging. There is a lot of reading, there's a lot of studying involved while I'm overseas, um, but that's another component of being a lawyer is, you know, time management um, and prioritizing uh, different sort of aspects of my work and school life. So let's talk about some of the diversity of the experience a law student would get. You often have a time to shadow lawyers and go to court with lawyers. Tell us some of your more memorable experiences without using client names, of course. Uh, of course. Um, so I think my first time in court was actually when I first started working at the firm. Um, and I had never stepped foot in a courtroom before. Um, I was very, very nervous. To be very honest, I was extremely nervous. Um, I There's believe a I, law and order soundtrack <laughs> going off in your head? In or my or mind, what? just yeah. playing in the background. Um, yeah, so uh, I tried to be as helpful as I could um, with, as, with the fresh knowledge that I had, very, very sort of surface area. Um, that fear definitely became less and less the more that I was exposed Turns to it. Turns into confidence over time. Exactly. You get an opportunity to meet colleagues and other lawyers and other law students. Yes. And network with them. Uh, the other opportunity law students get is they get to sometimes go in the chambers, which is the judge's office, and talk shop with the, op with yeah. the judge. So what's what your experience been like in terms of what the experience is lost in going into chambers. Yeah, so I had a really amazing experience the other week. Um, the judge uh, actually directed some questions towards me asking, you know, what I'm doing, um, why I'm pursuing law, and asked um, how the experience has been thus far, you know, sitting and observing, um, watching in a courtroom, getting firsthand experience. And um, I was so happy, so, um, amazed. Um, he was an amazing, uh, kind judge and uh, really, really took an interest in my sort of journey of law. And that's part of the legal tradition, mentoring mm -hmm. and helping young lawyers and young students learn the process because we've all been through it. Exactly. And we've all felt the butterflies and <laughs> Goosebumps of entering into sweaty palms. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, am I prepared enough? Am I going to embarrass myself? Mm -hmm. How bad is it going to go today? Yeah. Um, but even getting to know the role of court officials, you know, the registrar, the reporter, the court services officer, as a law student, you get to see them interact on a daily basis. Yeah. 
that's been um, very eye-opening because they don't show that part on on TV. They don't. Or they don't show really teach it in school exactly. either. Exactly. So to be able to um, see the inner workings and um, what it takes to to run a court, all all the different moving parts within it, um, it's really really eye-opening, and it, it I think it helps um, grasp a more um, sort of cohesive idea of the justice system right. and the court system. And what I found really useful uh, working with you, Steph, is that for trials and complicated motions and even complicated case conferences, to have you sit at council table with the court's permission, of course, and take detailed notes as the conference is proceeding is great for several reasons. Uh, we've got a nice report for the client. We can also report back to the clerks. And I'm on my feet. I'll be speaking. I may not be writing everything down because the judge will be firing questions at me and I'll want to be responsive to the judge. So that's certainly a role that law clerks, or sorry, law students play and articling students play in terms of assisting counsel in the courtroom. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. That's been great. So you've also had a chance as a law student to experience the collaborative process and sit in collaborative practice meetings. So what has your experience been like with that? So I think the collaborative approach is an exceptional opportunity. Um, I had never had exposure to what uh, collaborative practice was within the family law um, sort of area of law. Uh, I think it's a great alternative to litigation. I think that it allows clients to resolve things um, more amicably um, if they're able to do so in a team setting. I find that clients will feel a lot more a part of the process, a part of the decision making um, to be able to have that communication. I also understand that it's not always the case. In some some situations it's, it's, it's not the, the right approach. But I think for those where it can be applied, it's an amazing opportunity, an amazing route to take. Um, but I've also seen great success through um, going to litigation. So I, right. I see both sides of it. I see both sides have their pros. Um, but it's just uh, an interesting option and a, and a great option at that. And just for our listeners, as we have background, collaborative files or collaborative practice we focus on and agree not to go to court. We focus on clients' goals and interests. We try not to take adversarial positions. We usually work as a full team. If you want to learn more about collaborative practice, we have several other podcasts that we've recorded specifically to tell you more about collaborative process. And in terms of litigation, what Stephanie's referring to is court files that go before a judge and are litigated in the adversarial context. But you've had more experience than that as a law student. You've also been to something called mediation. Yes. And we've experienced the lawyer dog in mediation. You may have <laughs> seen the dog on Instagram. So what was your experience at mediation like for a law student in terms of what you learned, what your expectations were, and what you took away from it? Yeah, so going into it, um, I didn't really have any knowledge beforehand. So I kind of went in with an open mind, um, and I found it to be very helpful. It's similar to collaborative in the sense that both clients are there, both lawyers are there, but you do have an objective uh, mediator there to sort of guide the questions, guide the goals, and um, to sort of prompt what the clients um, want out of sort of the situation. And I think it's definitely 
uh, a great tool. Um, I think having the lawyers there um, as support helps a lot. And uh, I, I found it to be a very positive experience in, in the mediation that I was able to attend. Right. And part of the training of law students for lawyers is we delegate work to you. Uh, we give you precedents to work from, but you're expected to do some document prep to get ready to be your own lawyer. Yes. <laughs> um, so tell us in terms of what you've learned or what law students can expect when working in a law firm in terms of document preparation. What kind of documents are you going to work on and in terms of what, how you meet lawyers' expectations in terms of deadlines? Do you have any tips or suggestions? Can you describe what your experience has been? Yes, so I would definitely say attention to detail is very helpful, um, as well as finding your language. So I've uh, taken a look at a couple different precedents for the same sort of documents. So for example, maybe a closing letter or something like every that. Every lawyer and every clerk has their own style yeah. or theme or voice. Exactly. So it's really interesting to read a, a different um, approach to the same document. Uh, it helped me find the way that I want to uh, prepare those documents. It also provided me with um, the opportunity to ask questions to those people who prepared those documents. I think that um, helped me a lot as well um, to sort of get feedback from the other clerks, from the lawyers. Um, I, I find our firm is very fortunate to have that team setting that I can ask those questions um, and it does help me become a better law student and will in the future help me become a better lawyer as well. And these documents sort of have a circle of life, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to work on it, you'll get some feedback from a lawyer, you might edit it, make some changes yeah. and through the feedback process you just learn how that particular lawyer or law clerk likes the document prepared. Exactly. <laughs> also the role of lawyers and law clerks are to screen out some of the information we get from our clients. Mm -hmm. They're going through a very difficult emotional time. They may want to talk about infidelity or other issues which a court may not find persuasive. So you need to filter through that part of it as yeah. well. Yeah, I definitely noticed that um, the first few uh, documents that I prepared, I was a little more hesitant. I, I was afraid to take some things out. I didn't know um, sort of which approach I liked best in terms of my writing compared to the other precedents. Um, and I definitely believe I had more drafts in, in the beginning than I did later on. Um, but it's, it's a process. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity um, to perfect my way of uh, preparing the documents um, and it's an opportunity to help wherever I possibly can um, right. in in the firm. And just for our listeners, case management judges will give lawyers feedback if they don't like something in the document. So if it was overly salacious or too inflammatory, they'll <laughs> chastise the lawyer yes. for including that information. You maybe only have four or five pages of, of that information you could provide to a case management judge. And if you take the first four pages up talking about your spouse's affair, they're likely going to give you a hard time. Yeah. So that's sort of a learning experience. The exactly. law students to go through that. Even though it's an emotionally charged fact or issue, it may not be an issue that's going to help the court resolve that particular fact or, or case. Exactly. And it's it's been a learning experience for me. 
um, but I hope to continue to learn and even after my studies are over, after I'm done um, law school and uh, go through the conversion process for the NCA exams, uh, I hope to continue to learn, to continue to grow um, through my whole career and I, I definitely feel that I want to thank you for providing me with that opportunity. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Um, Lots of law firms rely on their law students as well and students at law to do research and memos, research memos. Can you tell us what law students should expect in terms of working at a firm and doing legal research? So uh, it will be a lot of reading. Um, it will be a lot of paying attention to detail. But I think something um, I was a little bit more hesitant to um, was not being afraid to ask questions, not being afraid to get clarity on some things that you may not be certain of, um, and also not be afraid to take the initiative to go that extra step to find a case that may be relevant in a situation to you know, ensure that you're clarifying details of, of a matter or of a memo and to really be open to learning and changing the way that you research or changing the way that you write um, because the whole, the whole thing is a process. The whole right. experience is a process um, and you know, mistakes are part of that process, hurdles will come. Um, but Sometimes you writer's block. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility, but, um, you know. As long as the writer's block doesn't last three months, exactly. right? You know, a <laughs> then you're going to you're gonna hear about it, right? <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, law students are also relied upon a lot to do some uh, tasks related to the practice of law, but not specifically legal in nature. I know you've joined our marketing team throughout the summer and throughout the years. Uh, what can you expect or what should law students expect in terms of some of these other tasks that uh, law students can experience at a law firm? Yeah. I feel like I keep saying it, but it's an amazing opportunity um, to be involved in a law firm in so many aspects of uh, the firm as a whole. Uh, I found that I was able to apply my undergraduate degree that really had nothing to do with law. Um, I was able to apply the knowledge that I had from that to the firm and I was able to provide my ideas, provide um, advice or, or an opinion um, and it also gives, gives it a little bit of a break from all the, all the law talk. You're able to talk about marketing or talk about um, sort of a different aspect of the firm. which Social is Social media or some of yeah, the fun stuff. A little, bit, um, a little bit lighter on the topic. And you get yeah. to celebrate some of the successes you contribute exactly. to as a team member. Exactly. So moving forward um, for our listeners, if you're in high school and you're thinking about going on to law, and becoming a lawyer, working in the legal field. What advice do you have for young students um, graduating high school? Uh, I would definitely recommend trying to get real um, experience wherever you can. Um, even if it's sitting down um, with somebody that you know who's in uh, sort of the legal world, whether they're a lawyer, a law clerk, um, or they work at a law firm. I think speaking to somebody who has that exposure or even getting it yourself firsthand is an amazing opportunity. I was able to learn so much and it actually fueled my passion um, to continue to pursue law. Um, and if you do have an interest in law and uh, you want to sort of get ahead, if you 
read cases, you learn about the legal system, you take a, take a stroll through a courtroom or a court um, and sort of soak up all that you can. Um, and also not be afraid to ask questions about uh, law. There's so many areas of law. Um, so I had no exposure to family law, but from working here, I fell in love with it. I fell now in love with this. Now you're ready to divorce your boyfriend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I think it's an amazing um, field. Uh, I think that the services, not only legal, but also the support that we provide the clients is something that I really, really enjoy seeing. I think that it's so fulfilling both for the legal aspect as well as, you know, the emotional aspect. Um, One tip I would have for high school students, um, you know, be, having a law summer job or a law mm -hmm. student job is really coveted. Yes. You usually don't get it until you get into law school. Uh, but if the legal field is a profession that you want to pursue or that you're interested in it, you can even volunteer your time. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're going to get paid. There's lots of opportunities to do volunteer work. It could be at a women's shelter. It could be um, helping out at a law firm, doing very administrative tasks, yeah. um, even asking lawyers if you can shadow with them to court on one or two cases. It'll get you in the courtroom, it'll get you in a law firm, or it'll get you working with people who need legal services. Um, and it's a great opportunity to network and see if it's right for you. Exactly. And that's uh, always an option that's out there. So I want to thank you, Steph. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, we do have a scholarship fund for high school students. Uh, we award up to $2,000 a year. You can learn more about the fund on our main website, russellalexander.com. More importantly, I want to thank Stephanie for researching, working with us, being uh, the firm cheerleader, <laughs> and uh, all-around fantastic person to work with. You've really, uh, you make everybody around you a better person, Steph. You've been invaluable to the firm, so I want to thank you. I really look forward to working with you in the future. In terms of our listeners, I want to thank you for listening today. I hope you found this podcast helpful. If you've enjoyed it, share it with your friends and family, and we'll talk to you soon.